No time for hygiene. It's time for math. I want to time to pop a minute before I go help a kid with a math problem. So at my work, we have our areas arranged in what they call a pod. And so there's like five together. We have like a little communal area in the middle. Our desks are kind of in the corners. So two of my coworkers decided to use the communal space in the middle, which we, a lot of the art directors use it for, you know, like laying out their stuff and checking things out and whatever art directors do. Web designers don't do that. We work on the web. So they decided to use that for a puzzle. So one of them brought in like a 2,000 piece puzzle and said, okay, we'll work on this. It'll give us something to do in the downtime. Uh, Other people can stop by and it could be like a communal thing and everybody works on it together and that'd be cool. The guy of the two brings in a puzzle and it's a very, very difficult one to start with, but uh, they get to working on it and I think they worked on it since November of last year and... I've been making progress on it steadily. Uh, some of the bosses actually have gotten involved and came in and started <laughs> putting in pieces and, and uh, spending way too much time on it. Like, we'll sit in our space for like 30 minutes, work on this puzzle. I'm like, you need, you need to be leaving. You need to be doing things. So this is when you start farting at work, Jason. Oh, I don't need to be told when to start farting at your work. <laughs> There's no go ahead I need, trust me. If it needs to happen, it's going to happen. So uh, some of us in my group go, and not in the pod specifically, in the group at large, go to lunch the other day and uh, come back. And the the guy has been, he's the only one in our pod that day besides myself. Uh, he's been working on it. He's got most of, there's just two little sections left. Uh, it's basically done. I keep telling him, you know, there's there's no way all the pieces are there. It's been here too long. It had to have fallen off at some point. So there's pieces that are going to be missing. And so he starts working on that top section. The guy I went to lunch with came back and, you know, starts working on it too and finishes that top section. And it's like, okay, well, there's this little section of water where it's literally just like blue to violet gradient that's so hard to see piece by piece that you just have to try pieces and hope they fit in. And so... We start working on it, and I'm like, oh, this, this, you know, this seems doable. Like, we can actually finish this. And so, me, who contributed maybe two pieces the entire piecing together of this puzzle, basically wrap it up <laughs> with the guy who's worked on it the most. And, uh, you know, I, I, I give him the right to, you know, I, I, we get down to the final piece, and I'm like, okay, last piece. You're going to put the final piece in? And he's like, damn right I am. It's my puzzle. <laughs> So I at least didn't steal that glory, but I did feel like a user just jumping in there and getting in like the last 25 pieces and, and helping finish that up. So uh, I don't know. I, I I felt bad about it, but I also felt really good about helping him finish it up. And then I, I mean, like 20 people stopped by later on, like just walking by, like, you know, to put in a piece or whatever and look at it. Oh, you guys finished it. And he, you know, Rob, the other guy was just like, yep, we did. Took, you know, five months and I... Did you take a picture to commemorate the experience? I did not. So uh, the guy I went to lunch with, Brian, he mentioned that we should do use some of that puzzle glue. And so we can like tack it up on the wall as like our first. And again, I, I feel bad about this, but it, it would be like beside my desk as well. Like it's my accomplishment. <laughs> I did not do much here. So what we have here is a perfect microcosm example of corporate America. The guy who did very little but came in at the very end to push it across the finish line gets just as much glory as the guy who slaved away 
for five months on this project, putting his heart, soul, and puzzle into it. You, sir, are the problem. I'm, I'm sorry. That's not good for a podcast. I'm nodding a lot. Yes. <laughs> You're not wrong. That's... I... I, I I kept telling myself as I was playing, like, I got on a roll at one point, like, six pieces went in, just one after the other, and I'm like, oh, this is it's totally going to happen. And I was like, no, step away. Let him do this. <laughs> Let him You don't take this. this glory for yourself. <laughs> that actually shows a great deal of awareness, and I'm, I'm kind of impressed. Yes, I know. I, I, I kind of am, too, but I'm also, <laughs> I'm, I'm mostly impressed that I didn't, like, put in the final piece. Just like in, on instinct, like, oh, this is going so well. We're done. <laughs> I did it, I everyone. Look and... at this puzzle I made. <laughs> Jason, Jason, <Yeah>. Jason. <laughs> I'll be the best. He's carrying me off on their shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting there. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> So, uh, where I used to work, we had spent years working on our pro- on one release of the product. We, when I started there, we did a release every year. And then we wanted to do this really big release, and then we thought it would take a year and a half, two years. It ended up taking three, almost three and a half years to finish this one release. And after that, we're like, never again. We're going to follow the more modern software design principle of lots of short little releases. And so our plan was every uh, six weeks would be a new release. And so I said, okay, if we're going to do this, we need cool code names for each release. It needs to be something like Google OS where it kind of increments through the alphabet over a theme so that everyone knows where it is, but it's fun for everyone. And so we did a little brainstorming session, and one of my coworkers, who's a huge Star Wars nerd, is like, how about Star Wars planets? And we're like, okay, yeah, Star Wars planets. There's lots of stuff we can do with that. And the 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 SDP is like, yeah, it's a great idea. I'll go buy a bunch of Legos of all the planets because he found Lego sets that had all the different planets that we were going to use. So we did it, and we did the first release, and it was a broken, broken, horrible mess. And we named it Alderaan because Alderaan is a broken, broken mess at this point. And then we never did that Lego set. We just left that Lego set just in pieces all over the place. And we're like, oh, there we go. There's Alderaan. <laughs> to commemorate our horrible horrible release and so other planets followed yeah yeah we had bespin bespin was fine coruscant was fine dantooine was fine or no it was dago but, but but you can't just say they're fine like uh, the first one had a theme like did when, when you did bespin did somebody fart <laughs> as we've already covered jason if you're in a cubicle you're farting there's like a, a, a gassy haze. Like, I don't think most people who work in offices actually need glasses. We just think we need glasses because we can't see all the contained fart. Everything's just a little fuzzy. You go outside and you're like, ah, oh, the sunlight, everything's dissipated. I can see clearly now. The methane is gone. I can only think of one instance where I think I've smelled somebody else's fart at work. Like, I think everybody's pretty bottled up. No. There's so we all sit in these little pods because open office policies are the worst thing we've ever created, and we just all get sick and breathe each other's farts all the time. But you always watch when your coworkers go to the bathroom, and you're like, okay, well, there's no one in immediate adjacency. I'm letting it fly, but you forget that the person across from you in the other team that you can look directly in the eyes. You don't consider that person a person because they're not in your team, they're not in your pod, they're the other. You fart in front of them all the time, and and they fart in front of you all the time. You pay so little attention to that other coworker of yours that you don't know it, Jason. I mean, 
I, I get it. I, mine is also like open air. Like it's, there's not walls really outside of like the middle of the building. But I, st- I feel like that far away, like uh, that you're not with that person. Like you're not in this. <laughs> I know you're in the same room, but you're not. You're closer like, to that person than anyone in your actual team. Like you could reach out and if you, they both reached, if you both reached out, you could like twiddle your fingers together. You could clasp hands and. Oh, I'm saying I'm thinking further away than that. Like if my pod empties, there's nobody in vicinity. You don't have an adjacent pod because we have pod. And then, like, just right across the little divider where they put your your network cable, there's another d- person right there looking right at you. Not in mine because I'm I'm next to a hall area, so I I have emptiness on the other side of me. Now oh, there you go. An emptiness I can fill <laughs> with your farts. Yes. Okay. But I don't. I really. I, the only time I fart at work is it, it like not going to the bathroom. <laughs> it's Tuesdays do at all the time. four forty-five. I have it blocked out on my Outlook. This is my time. That'd be hard to explain. No, no, it's it's it basically when there's nobody there, like when everybody's left, and then, or before everybody gets there, and I have no because if I do it when there's nobody there, somebody will walk up and like want something, and that's fine. Then they, that's how you get people to leave you alone at work. No, because then you're the smelly guy at work. I'd rather be the smelly guy that has a healthy work-life balance than the good hygiene person who has to do everybody else's job. Uh, I like how you've avoided that role at work. I don't have to do extra work. I know. I'll fart. (laughs) I'm drawing a line in the sand with my butt. Ask my son for advice on this. (laughs) I'm a grown man. Son, what should I do if my boss comes to me and wants me to stay late and do some extra work? Dad, I'm going to say this once. You have to fart. Oh, yeah. I'm like, why didn't you come home in time to play baseball with me, Dad? Well, I had to work late. I was like, I told you to fart more. Should have gone to the bathroom. I really had to poo. <laughs> sure nice talking to you, Dad. Sure nice talking to you. <laughs> Farts in the cradle and we're breaking wind. Can't believe this I... is our podcast topic again. When we gonna grow up, Jason? I don't know when. We'll probably die then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's never gonna happen again. If I never grow up, I never have to die. This sounds awesome. It's immortality. <laughs> yeah. It's Peter Pan for you. Daughter is kind of a she has her staple foods that she really likes, and one of those is noodles. Any kind of noodle, she's down for. Pretty standard stuff. Lots of kids like noodles. My wife does not think noodles are healthy enough to be a person's main diet because they're not. So she has a very, very strict one instant noodle lunch per week rule that she has enforced with the kids and with us, and that's fine. Occasionally, I will work from home and. I need lunch. And usually I'll have leftovers or something from the night before. But when there's not, I will make myself a pack of instant noodles. We eat the really good Korean instant noodles in the red package with the Chinese character on it. Shim Ramnin, if anyone's familiar. They're delicious. And I always look forward to it. It's like just like this, you know, special little stupid junk food treat. I'm sure much of the way, I probably shouldn't judge you for eating your crap food because I eat my crap food too. Oh, I eat far, far more. Let's not, (laughs) don't be like, oh, you know what? I might have been wrong about you all these years. No, no. You're, you're right. 
I know that. I just didn't want to come across as a douchebag. So I was trying to like meet you in the middle and appear more self-aware and conscious. But no, you're a horrible person as far as food. Like you're going to outlive me because you have nothing but preservatives going through your veins. Your blood is basically formaldehyde at this point. In any case, I'm looking forward to my noodles one day, and my wife's taking my my daughter out, and she's like, um, we've already had noodles this week, so you can't have noodles. I'm like, wait, that's not fair. I, if I This is my day at home. If I want noodles, I can have noodles. She's like, no, like she's going to see you eating noodles, and she'll want noodles, and then I have to fight that battle. Can you find something else to eat? I'm like, what if I eat them while you're gone? She's like, well, I guess that's okay. Yeah, you do eat a little early. Yeah, go ahead. You can eat them while we're gone. Okay, perfect. Make myself a nice little thing of instant noodles in my desk, at my desk, half working, half eating, enjoying it. Like, ah, this is the life. Sitting at home, eating noodles, no family. Put everything away, wash the, wash the pan, go back in, working. My wife comes home with my daughter. My daughter runs into my room like, hi, dad. Gives me a big hug. And then she's like, you had noodles. <laughs> mom dad had noodles can i have noodles <laughs> i just get this look from my wife like this is what i told you would happen i'm like you didn't tell me she was a noodle bloodhound <laughs> she goes around the kitchen she's like yeah dad made noodles mom can i have noodles it's we're having noodles today that's, that's a very good sense of smell on that child I, i'm at the point right now where i can't smell anything because i'm so clogged up but i i feel like even when i'm not I could smell noodles. I could, I, you know, I could, I could tell when a noodle has been cooked. I don't know if I could walk into like an open space and tell that a noodle has been cooked or smell it on your breath, I guess. <laughs> and then go sniffing out the noodles. But, uh, yeah, I mean, pasta, pasta's a, a kid's favorite. It's a, it's an easy favorite. So I understand like wanting to, you know, make it for them as well. And I mean, yeah, eating nothing but pasta is bad for them, but it's not, it's not that bad. I feel like. Noodles well, twice a day would not be the worst. Eat noodles twice a day, you will think it's the worst. That is not good for your system. Also, these aren't like good pasta noodles. These are instant noodle ramen sort of crap. So super, super not good noodles. But yeah. So this just kind of like leans into my daughter's superpower. She is very smell focused. One year for Valentine's Day at school or at church, I can't remember where it was, they had her write out what she loved about her parents. And so she's like, she brought home her note and she gave it to us and we're reading it. And I'm like, this is the most you thing I've ever seen, daughter. Write down, I love my mom. She smells nice. I love my dad. His shirt smells nice. That was it. <laughs> it's it's a thing. I know calling back to earlier episodes, you've you've talked about, you know, she's a good artist as well and she's good at creating things. So it's not just she smells things, like that's not her only thing. So it's a <laughs> it's a it's it's a it's an oddity, but a Having a good sense of smell is a good thing. Hopefully it'll stick with her. I don't know how to take this because I don't smell nice. My shirt smells nice. So that's a very crucial difference that I do not appreciate, but also totally understand because I don't smell nice. But we do have those nice Tide Pods that smell good. The blue and green ones, not the yellow and blue ones. Those ones smell way better. I just don't want her judging people by smell because as a stinky guy, I don't think that's a prejudice that needs to exist in the world. Okay. I mean, I it's you're an advocate because you are one, so that's you're biased but also true i mean yeah you don't want any of anybody to judge based on smells like the first people to stand up for any demographic are always part of that demographic it takes a while for us to see 
or in this case smell, beyond ourselves and consider people who look, or in this case smell, differently than us as equals. So it's okay that I'm the forefront of this. It's, it's normal. And I will fight for our rights for our daughters to love us for us and not for the laundry detergent that our wives buy. I will say that a thing, a thing I judge definitely and... <laughs> I, I, I mine may be bad as well, and nobody says anything because they're nicer than me. But and I don't say anything, but I, I silently judge. Uh, is breath. Like if somebody has bad breath, it can just be the worst. And honestly, the, the most recent culprit was my wife. <laughs> she came downstairs and she she showered with the kids this morning, and they they all smell wonderful. And then she came up and and said something like in my face, and I was just like, oh no, bad. You need to go. How can there. you smell so good? But that smells so bad. I, I, all of this, like uh, I'm pointing at myself, uh, scan this up and down. This whole thing smells. <laughs> so you you know, yeah. like this, I I reek right now, and my breath is bad. But she, you know, gave off the illusion that oh, don't I don't I smell wonderful? Oh, I've showered and I used the shower. J- oh, smell this, and then she gets close and she's like, no, oh, you betrayed me. <laughs> so it's the the surprise that you you like it's or you don't like. Sorry, you don't appreciate the miscommunication. The subverted expectations yeah i mean a bad bad breath in any situation there's there's a math teacher at our middle school that notoriously had like the worst breath and he even knew it like people would give him mouthwash or breath mints as a joke <laughs> or just as saying like use these and he he would just be like oh i don't have time for that i have to teach the students and it's just like no you they they are asking us to give this to you like he seriously said that. He seriously would tell people, "I'm sorry, but I <laughs> no time for hygiene." Yeah, I don't. It's time. For I don't have math. time to pop a mint before I go help a kid with a math problem. <laughs> then they inadvertently die from it. It was bad. So yeah, I, I think it's the offensively bad ones, and and, and you know, I, I I know it's a not disease, but it's a thing that you know happens more to other people than some people than others. But yeah, you should really. Be a little more open-minded. You never know. But yes, people need to also own their own problems and, and do their best to control them. If I have a weird armpit fungus going on, I'm not going to wear a tank top. Like, I understand my limitations and I react accordingly. I don't have a weird armpit fungus. But if I did, I would wear sweaters. If that's how I have to go to the beach, that's how I have to go to the beach. It's fine. Teachers, I think, though, have a, they're extra scrutinized because they're literally in front of people for so long and kids are just the worst like middle school junior high kids are the lowest point in a human being's evolution like we start innocent pure we're, we have good-hearted kids and we become absolute devils for about three years and then high school we start to climb back up into to being good and it takes us for the rest of our lives to get back as good as we were as a baby but well also part of that is that outside of homeschooling you know kids at school that you're, you're putting them all together. So the worst ones are going to mix with the best ones and bring them down. And nobody ever comes up to their level. You know, it's always down. And it, you just get this hodgepodge of everybody just being terrible to each other instead of, oh, no, this th- this one shiny example, you know, helped the other kids and showed them that being kind is, is better. It's like, no, they're all, they're all just terrible demons now because they all mixed. I blame God for that because he made the mean ones hot. that's that's not universally true i also like that we got to mean mean people have to be pretty from man i my daughter says i smell a lot that's you're you're, my shirt smells nice you're working out some stuff and i appreciate that but 
when I. Eh, that's what this podcast is for. D- nice people can be pretty too, or or mean people can be ugly. Like that. That's not necessarily yeah, true. I, I agree that there are good-looking, nice people. If you're ugly, you can't afford to be mean, so you don't. You learn. I'm a good person because it's the only way people will like me. If I had to get by on my looks, I would just be in the garbage all the time. So I know I have to have a good personality to kind of cover for my my lackings. Hot people don't have that, so they can be dicks. And they're still going to want to be around me. Check out my butt. I thought those were two separate thoughts. They're just saying hot people can be mean. And also, check out my butt. Hey guys, Steve here. Wanted to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Today I Learned Nothing. I hope you enjoy this show half as much as we enjoy creating it. You can follow more of our shenanigans on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Ziggler. See, aren't you glad I made you record talking about your thing at work? I don't even know what you were trying to yes. talk about. <laughs> so we could talk about farts. Yes, I'm glad you did. Wonderful. Another fart medley for the archives. Whoop-dee-doo. <laughs> yeah. Ah, the world is a better place now because we've talked about farts and recorded it. We, we make. Why most. isn't our podcast more popular? <laughs> <laughs> because we don't tell people Boom, we talk slap about slap an farts. ad on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We should sell ad supported content. Yeah. <laughs>